This is the Book Marketing Action Podcast, and I'm Becky Robinson. Since 2012, my team and I have partnered with more than 100 authors to launch more than 130 business books. On this podcast, I'll share the best insights and actionable ideas from our work so that you can implement sustainable activities to reach your goals for your book. Whether you're a seasoned author looking to breathe new life into your book or someone who dreams of writing a book someday, this podcast will help you be more successful in getting results as an author. Hello, everyone. This is Becky Robinson, and I'm so excited to be back with you for another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. And as I mentioned on last week's episode, this month is all about authors and publishing choices. And we are providing some information this month that should help you if you're considering publishing a book to sort through the various options available to you. And it's been so fun for me to catch up with some of my friends in the publishing world. And today, I'm so glad to be back with Trina White today. Welcome, Trina. Hi, Becky. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. I'm I'm really looking forward to our conversation. I know I'm going to learn a lot from you. Before we dive into the content, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your work in the world and about your company? Yeah, sure. So I'm the co-founder with my partner, Jesse Finkelstein, of a book publishing company called Page Two. And we specialize in publishing nonfiction books by professionals. So books that are about somebody's area of expertise that reflect the work that they do day in and day out. So we've published books like a book called The Coaching Habit by Michael Bungay-Stanier, which is widely recognized as a classic in its category. A book called Exactly What to Say by a sales trainer named Phil Jones that has been translated into about 10 or 12 languages now. So books that really capture that author's work and intellectual property and for whom they want to spread their message really widely. Wonderful. And I was hoping that you might mention some of your most successful titles. So thank you. And just so that our listeners can place you in the world, can you tell us where you live? (laughs) You bet. Yeah. So our office is in Vancouver, Canada. So on the West Coast of Canada, not that far from Seattle. And I personally live in a really small town of 3000 people on the West Coast. And it's called Roberts Creek. Wow. It sounds like it must be a beautiful place. Well, so Trina, can you tell me a little bit about the difference between page two and a traditional publisher? Yeah. So we're what you might call a hybrid publisher. That's a catch-all phrase that encompasses all different kinds of business models. But fundamentally, what makes us different from a traditional publisher is that We're really built around serving the author. So our authors hire us to produce their books and they retain ownership of their intellectual property. So we don't license their rights, which a traditional publisher would do, which means that they own everything we create and they can repurpose the material we create into online training and keynotes and all kinds of things. So it's an entrepreneurial model of publishing where the author's investing in their work and in the product, which is the book. And then when the books sell, they earn the majority of the proceeds of the sales. 
So if it does well, there's an opportunity for them to earn more than they might in a traditional publishing deal. So because the authors are hiring us, it's a kind of a customer-driven experience where we're thinking about how to create something, create a really positive and meaningful experience for our clients and how to serve them and their broader business goals with the book, as well as how to serve the needs of the reader and the market. So it's just a very different orientation from what traditional publishers have, where their main focus is the book and how it's going to sell through retailers. They're not really thinking about the author's business and business goals and where the book fits in within the the author's ecosystem. That's a really helpful distinction. So tell me, Trina, why would someone select a hybrid publisher instead of a traditional publisher? I would say hybrid publishing is a good fit for people who want to have a lot of creative control over their book. So people who really have a clear understanding of who their audience is, people who have a really clear vision of what the book might become people who want to be highly engaged in the marketing. There's just a certain personality type that finds that quite appealing and doesn't really want to take a backseat to a publisher's decisions. So somebody might choose hybrid publishing because they want to be involved in the process and they want to be a real collaborator in creating the book and thinking about how it's going to be brought to market. I would also say that the barrier to entry can be lower in that with hybrid publishing, you don't need to have a literary agent. You don't need to necessarily develop the big 50-page book proposal that nonfiction books usually require when you work with a traditional publisher. And the timelines to market are a lot shorter. So often, at least at page two, our authors are entrepreneurs and professionals, and they don't necessarily want to go through all of those additional layers of effort to try to get the book deal. Um, They're ready to get going. And so it's about speed to market as well. So tell me a little bit about an average time to market for an author who approaches page two. Yeah, from the time an author completes their manuscript to the time the book is in the market for us would be typically 10 to 12 months which might still sound like a really long time for a lot of the people listening to this, but traditional book publishing can often take up to two years from the time you approach the publisher to the time your book is in the market. So it is faster, but there are certain aspects of the publishing process that you can't really tighten too much without compromising quality. So tell me some qualifications you look for in selecting authors to publish Trina, because you did mention that sometimes the barrier to entry to a hybrid publishing solution is easier than -hmm. traditional publishing. So what are you looking for? How do you vet the authors who come to you to decide whether or not they're a good fit for page two? Yeah, well, it's a good question. And we do curate our list. Not every hybrid publisher does. But when we're evaluating a submission, we're looking for an author who has that vision, an author who really understands their audience and how they're going to connect with that audience, both through the book and through the marketing of the book later on. Authors who have hit on an idea that is original and where we can see that there's a gap in the market that the book can fill. We're looking for people who are interested in collaboration and we think can have a happy and productive working relationship with us. And 
Then people who can write as well, although we can bring in ghost writers if we need to, but people who really can produce something that's high quality. That's really helpful. And I'm wondering, you mentioned, Trina, that not all hybrid publishers have the same standards for vetting or curating their list. So if an author is listening today or an aspiring author is listening, what are some things that those authors should look for if they're researching hybrid publishers? Yeah, I would say there's quite a few things to look at. And one of the first would be budget, because there are hybrid publishing options out there that are anywhere from $8,000. And for us, our projects typically start around $30,000. And I know of other companies who charge six figures to work with them. So I would start by thinking about what is your budget? What does the company charge for their work? I would also look very closely at who is actually doing the work. And by that, what I mean is how much experience does the team have working on books specifically? Because there are a lot of companies out there who don't necessarily specialize in books. Their team may have a lot of editorial experience, but more in corporate communications, for instance. So look very carefully at the experience level of the team. Look to see if they're publishing the kind of books that you're writing. Is it an area that they seem to have some expertise or knowledge in? And then there are a lot of other details about things you'd want to look for in terms of the contracts. Do you retain ownership of your rights, for instance? And I would say you absolutely want to if you're working with a hybrid publisher. That should be one of the big benefits of it. That helps. Thank you so much. So I'm curious, Trina, about what sets Page 2 apart. So what do you view as the biggest value that you and your team bring to authors? It's the level of experience of our team. So many of the people who work at Page 2 have worked for major traditional publishers like Penguin Random House, for instance. And the whole idea of our company is that we bring the best practices from the best of traditional publishing into a model that where the author has a lot more creative control and input. And so I would say it's that, it's the experience, it's the fact that we have a very creative team that works in a very cohesive way on project with our authors. So the designer is collaborating with the editor and the marketing team, and we're all working together to figure out how to position the book and set it up for success with the author as the kind of center of this group on the project. So I have an extra question I'd love to throw in, Trina. You mentioned earlier that one of the things that you're looking for in authors is them being entrepreneurial and excited to invest in marketing their titles. And I also heard you say that you have a marketing team at Page 2. So what might an author expect if they partner with Page 2? Or what might they expect if they partner with a different hybrid publisher? And and what should they look for as it relates to that aspect of the process? Yeah, that's a good question. So for us, our authors tend to have established platforms. So that would mean they might be professional speakers, or they have very active, large email lists, and it can mean many different things. And so part of the work that our marketing team does is help the author understand how to leverage their existing platform to support the book launch. And then we have a publicist who does media outreach for our books. We do run digital advertising like Amazon ads and Facebook ads, for instance. But there's just a recognition that 
the author is going to be utterly critical to the marketing of the book. And that's the case no matter how an author publishes a book. But we're just very transparent about that. That is the author who already is recognized as an expert in their topic, who has an audience that they can reach with the book. So that's a very fundamental part of the work that we do is helping them understand how to build the book into their business. So in terms of vetting a hybrid publisher, what questions Mm -hmm. should an author ask to be able to get to the heart of what they can expect related to marketing? Yeah, I would say, I mean, first of all, what marketing will you do? What marketing do you expect me to do? I would be very cautious about any marketing that seems very cookie cutter. So for instance, you'll often see that a company will create a press release and send it out to X number of media outlets, but that's done in a very templated way that doesn't necessarily have any impact. So I would ask, just really dig into the details of what the campaign will actually look like. Who will I be working with? Do you actually have a person who's going to be your marketing contact? Or is it that you'll be getting generic emails, for instance, to guide you along the way? So I think those are some of the key questions to help authors evaluate that. That's really helpful. Well, I have loved this conversation, Trina, and I expect that our listeners have gotten a lot of value as it relates to sorting through the differences between hybrid publishing and traditional publishing. So thank you so much for investing a few minutes with me this afternoon. Every week on the Book Marketing Action Podcast, we like to give some action steps. This is the Book Marketing Action Podcast. And so Trina, I know you have two next steps for our listeners today to implement. So could you share those, please? Yeah, I would say the first one is that it's worthwhile taking the time to research whether hybrid publishing is a fit for you. Because I would be the first to say it's really not for everybody. There are many cases in which traditional publishing is the better way to go for an author or self-publishing. And so I'm going to provide you with some links, Becky, that you could share if you want to help authors understand some of the questions that they might need to ask themselves if they're trying to see if this is a fit for them. Yes, we will put those in the show notes. Great. And then I would say as a follow-up to that, and part of the research that a person might do, it would be to speak with authors. If you know anyone who's published a book, just talk to them about how they did it. What was that experience like? What were the pros and cons of it? Because you'll be able to start to see what are the pitfalls of self-publishing? What are the pitfalls of hybrid? And get a sense of whether which option might be right for you. That's really great advice. And it occurs to me, Trina, as we wrap up the conversation that we have a shared client with the book coming into the world next month. Would you like to give a shout out for that author and that book? To Bonnie Marcus, who has, she's just an amazing woman, a writer for Forbes and an executive coach who's written a book called Not Done Yet, which is all about the intersection of ageism and sexism that women over 50 face in the workplace and how they can stand up and claim their power at work and get ahead. So we'll include a link to Bonnie's book in the show notes. If you'd like to pre-order that it's coming March. Yeah, it's early March. (laughs) Yes. So Trina, before we wrap up our conversation today, how can people get to know you better? Where are the best places for them to find you and your company online? I would say our website, page2.com and my personal LinkedIn, just Trina White. 
And then page two is also on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Perfect. Thank you so much again, Trina. It was wonderful to be with you today. For those of you who are listening, if my team or I can be of any help to you, please feel free to contact me anytime. I'm Becky at weavinginfluence.com and we'll be back next week for another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll subscribe today and tell a friend about our show. I also hope you'll check out our course, the Book Marketing Action Guide where we outline the four phases of book marketing with valuable resources to serve you at every stage of your author journey. Find out more at weavinginfluencelab.com.